Hello, everyone, and welcome to Think Yourself Healthy podcast. I'm your host, Heather Duranja. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, everybody. On today's episode of Think Yourself Healthy, I have special guest Sam Milham. Sam is a medical epidemiologist, has been studying the health effects of electromagnetic fields for over 30 years. He has written the book Dirty Electricity and has a website amongst other papers as well. Oh, fabulous. Thank you so much, Sam, for being with us today. I'm really excited to have an opportunity to pick your brain and find out all things EMF. So welcome. It's good to be here. Well, thank you so much. So Sam, you have over 30 years of knowledge working in the electromagnetic field. So tell the listeners and myself, what brought you down this path? What got you interested in learning about electromagnetic uh, electromagnetic fields? I have to read my book down there. <clears throat> I was in medical school. Uh, <clears throat> I had had a couple of experiences that made me think that electricity was super important, especially for cancers. And uh, I've, I've kind of proved that that true. People got to know that in, in the Americas, we have an unusual electric distribution system. It's a grounded wire system. In Europe, they don't have it. The way it works is all the electricity that is generated at, at your substation has to go back to the substation from your house, from wherever it's used. And unfortunately, uh, in this country, uh, when, when the, the grid was built, there was there was a lot of like electricity in the ground. But but then, as we added electric junk to our to everyday use usage, like cell phones and wireless and other stuff. Uh, they use different frequencies from the distribution frequencies. Distribution frequency in this country is 60 cycles a second, and in Europe it's 50. Well, I think that probably makes a difference too. But anyway, what happens is the ground here is increasingly dirty because at, at my house, the electricity that I used, that used to go back in the neutral wire on the poles, is going back through the ground. Back, most of it comes back from the ground to the substation. When I was in California, I hiked up in the Cascade Cross Trail. And I could, couldn't find a single spot, rural or urban, that didn't have a lot of ground current or dirt electricity in the earth. Wow. My house in Palm Springs, it's a fourplex. The floor was super hot because it was built on the concrete slab and the electricity that was going back to the substation through the earth, ran into the, the, the reinforced bars that, that are poured when they pour the concrete mm -hmm. uh, for your house. And anything that was attached to the concrete was hot with, with, with these fields. My, my, I measured you know, current and uh, bad stuff everywhere. My dog died, I'm sure, oh. on the bathroom floor. That was the hottest spot in the house. It was tile, right on concrete. And so I started with rush, wearing, putting rugs down everywhere. But anyway, that, that's getting ahead of myself. So I think if you look at 
the grad electricity in North America, and I've, I've done some studies to teachers and, and other other places, and I'm sure that all of our ailments, obesity, all the cancers, cardiovascular disease, neurologic disease, that's all due to due to, due to this, and you can't get anybody to believe it. Right. That's why I wrote the book, Third Electricity. Yeah, I get this for thirteen bucks from Amazon. Just just go to Amazon, type in Third Electricity Sam Melham, it'll come up. I will make sure to link that in the show notes so it makes it easier for the listeners to okay. Um, I'm surprised that Amazon even sells the book. This seems to be information that they're really trying to keep, you know, hidden from citizens that this electromagnetic field that we're coming into contact with on a daily basis has some major, you know, hidden dangers that we're not aware of. Can you talk to the to us a little bit about some of these hidden health dangers from the exposure to having so much electricity being wired into the ground? People want to go to my, my published papers and I've got about, go to my website, which is, they go to Google and type in Sam Melham, dirt electricity, it'll come up. And then uh, I came. And, and in my website, there's a recent papers blog. You hit that, and papers will come up and you can read them. Okay. I, I, I go into all, all the studies I've done since I published the book. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, everybody's exposed to this stuff. You, and it depends on the house you live in, the kind of electric junk you have in your house, like the microwave and cell phones. And, and where you live, mm-hmm. live enough. A house without a basement, concrete slab, your dirt electricity levels are going to be higher. And the more electric junk you have, and we're talking about like lighting, we found out that uh, most of the new lights uh, change AC to DC inside them, and the thing that does the changing puts out dirt electricity. So. Dave Stetzer, who I worked with, we published a number of papers together. We, he, he had a, a dairy farm where the cows were working, putting out as much milk, and we traced it all to two single ceiling-mounted fluorescent lights that, that were of this type. And once we replaced them, the cows were back to normal. Dave, wow. Dave did a bunch of studies Actually, he did all the dairy farm work with uh, with with the professor from the University of Berkeley, who's now dead. I and mean, all my friends and acquaintances are dead. <laughs> I outlived them. But Dave's fifteen years younger, and uh, and he, uh, he did a fundamental study of a number of dairy farms and showed how, how the electricity affected milk production, cow health, mortality, etc. And anything happens to cows happens to us. We're all mammals. Right. We walk on the ground like they do. Mm-hmm. We don't eat grass like they do. We've extended that now. Our current study to chickens. We found out that cleaning up the electricity in the barn, the dirty electricity plus any RF from wireless 
and bed lights. Keeps the chickens alive a little bit. Increases egg production, the number of eggs. Most of the barns increase a thousand eggs for, for, for study period. And the eggs get bigger. I noticed over the years, I've been around a long time. I first used to go to the market 50, 60 years ago. Eggs were big, rather just smaller. And this accounts for the smallness, but we haven't got anybody to pick up on any of this. In fact, I, I bitched with my local utility when they put a smart meter at my house. It went on my house. Now here, maybe mm -hmm. we're gonna re replace it with the old analog meter and have a guy come around and read. The, the new smart meters are bad. We've got a, a device that change the AC to DC. And, uh, and that's, that's the problem. The, the new sorts of electricity, wind and solar are wonderful technologies, but since they generate DC, most of them, the solar for sure is all DC to, to make it compatible with your grid. They have to change it with inverters, and that's, that's the problem. The Chinese are smart, they're starting to experiment with DC electricity. Mm -hmm. I think the chain, I think about it like current electricity guesses is it's rapid change. Our bodies don't like rapid change. It's gone from zero positive to negative to positive to negative 60 times a second here, 50 times a year. And the cell phone frequencies are a lot higher. All that's, the change is bad, bad for us. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, there's no place to hide. These millionaires blasting satellites into orbit for cell phones, there's not going to be any place on the planet that's going to be safe. I'm glad I'm 90, you know. Wow. So, you know, things, things aren't looking good. Mm -hmm. The way I got into this stuff was uh, when, I, when I started working in New York State back in the 50s and 60s. I graduated from medical school in the 50s. I did an internship in Boston. I had an interesting experience when I was mature. I had warts and my feet, horrible, horrible things. I had them frozen, cut, and blasted. They always came back. One night I was in the emergency room, it was slow. I had a little wart around my knee. So I took the electrocuted thing, this electricity to generate heat. I burned the sucker off. Wiped it off with a stark scalpel. Within two weeks, all my warts were gone. My plantar warts disappeared. I said, Oh my God, her level of electricity made me better. <laughs> so, so that's one thing that spiked my interest in electricity. And then uh, I kept seeing the same things all the time. And you know, I'm just, you know, I get thinking, My God, where's all excitement about dirty, about, about disease? Uh, we kept seeing cardiovascular disease, obesity, and people just got a whole lot fatter. That's, I got a paper on obesity and diabetes. Mm -hmm. All due to this. And uh, one of those places where they had the old, like the islands out in the Pacific, where these people were big and fat, and they, and they were catching wound fish. They weren't that fat. So once we put electricity in, they, they all got heavy and they got cancer and they got all the other diseases. Wow. 
Wow. Lenny Rice, when I was in the New York Health Department, I, I did, some, did some studies, uh, but most of the work I've done is it's in the book. I can go over the studies one by one. The Amish, for example, church in set second. The old order Amish, they on true religious reasons, they don't use electricity. They buy a house, they look out all the wiring. Mm-hmm. You look at their mortality and morbidity, they're a whole lot healthier than we are. Mm-hmm. Now the ground currents start to get to them. I, a couple of years ago, I studied a bunch of Wisconsin. We're getting exposure where they worked and out, out in the field. They were still healthier, but not as healthy as they were when they when they divorced themselves from the grid. Wow. So there's another help. And, uh, so there's just nowhere to really hide from it anymore. No, not no more. Well, you can get up, you get up in, the, in the Arctic away from any electricity generating stations. You know, some of these places have a little generator. But they, they generate their electricity. Uh, like in Australia, most of the generators had no return wires. Mm-hmm. So they were just, by definition, forcing all of the return electricity into the ground. And they've had problems with this too. Wow. Wow. So as a professional studying this field, what kind of... Um... What kind of challenges did you face with being able to write the book and get the information that is necessary to make claims around how electricity is having a negative impact on our health? Were there any specific challenges that you have faced in your 30 years of, you know, being an expert in this field? Well, you know, for most of the time I was getting a salary from the Washington State Health Department. I was doing all this stuff too. Was basically doing this, this work, and uh, the money was part of the problem. I got got some federal grants, and then uh, Professor UC Berkeley uh, left the, uh, gave me twenty twenty thousand bucks to buy the equipment. And Dave Stetcher helped me pick out the right equipment, and I, I spent some time with him in Wisconsin. And he showed me how to use the equipment. So once I had the equipment in hand and learned how to measure this stuff, I measured everywhere, everywhere I lived. As I drove around, I could find cell towers. And that reminds me that some people, electrosensitive people, I studied a couple of them, they do much, much better than my equipment. They could pick out any exogenous source just by their brains. They knew it was coming from. They wow. felt, uh, thank God, I don't feel it like they do. But uh, I went around, I had went around with one for about a month. And, and she was really, uh, she, you know, I took her to the city and made her sick. She said, it's coming from here, it's coming from there. And she was wow. right. What are some characteristics of an individual who is extremely electromagnetic sensitive? They get head headaches, mm-hmm. dizziness, something, you know, 
vomit general general ill health yeah appetite's gone they don't think well mm -hmm. i've examined a whole bunch of houses and kids kids get wild and they, they studied cooks in schools school teachers get cancer the kids get wild mm -hmm. kids, you know they don't learn the one school i studied uh, had a cell tower on campus so it was really a bad one and uh, the, the teachers were, were getting cancers at young ages. And I, I measured the dirty electricity in the classroom and it predicts which one's got cancer. So, so you can look look at that paper, it's in my book. Oh, wow, I definitely will. Wow. Yeah, I can get back and do another lecture. You can ask pointed questions. Yes. But, uh, and then, uh, then what happens is I get letters from people saying, we, we've got this, we've got a cancer problem in this town. I, I, I turn, mentioned to Amish. Uh, let's see. I mean, I, I threw my bibliography, you know, this is a whole bunch of early, early studies. There's, there's too many of them. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you had a week, but, uh, let me tell you about the Huntersville study. We got a, about 10 years ago, I got a call from a, a woman in Huntersville whose, whose daughter had an ocular melanoma. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's a black skin cancer of the eye. It's very rare. It happens in older people. This was all young kids in school. We went and measured the school. Well, we couldn't get into the school. <laughs> I mean, and uh, so I measured the houses where the kids lived. And at the school, I, we took the outside power line and using the meters we had, we made a measurement and showed that it was getting lots of good electricity. I, I had one of the teachers, I gave her the equipment to measure, had her measure in the school, and it was dirty. So, so these people developed cancer. And, uh, and unfortunately, uh, School teachers have more cancer. This, this one, I don't know about the teachers, but kids in the school had ocular melanoma like mad. And, it's, and, and, it, and it wasn't just in the school. We, had, we found cases living close to the school with no contact with the school. You know, young, young people in their okay. 20s and 30s, a nurse and another lady who had the same cancer at the same time period. So I know it was a community thing, but I, I can't get anybody down there. To, we wrote a paper, we told them what they had to do. They could fix it, but mm -hmm. they had, and, uh, and wow. they keep looking for the cause. Yeah. You know what the wow. cause is, it's electricity. And uh, they could fix it, you know, for great cheap. So with the limited research I have had exposure to around, you know, the dangers with electromagnetic fields, um, my understanding is that individuals whom are 15 to 50 years old tend to have a bigger response. They tend to be more impacted by electricity. Is that your understanding as well? No, no, no. It, it starts when you're born. Okay. In the first study I did, it's in the book, it's we showed that childhood leukemia is almost completely due to, to electricity, electric exposure. Wow. Period. And 
how many people know that? No, no one. <laughs> well, I got, got two papers on it. It's, they're in the book, but nobody reads scientific papers and, and, that, and you can't, can't publish this kind of stuff. Hey guys, I'm going to interrupt this episode for a really brief message and to introduce you to today's amazing podcast sponsors, Waveblock. If you know me, you know that I am all about reducing toxicity. And to be perfectly honest with you, this whole 5G thing has got me a little freaked out. Did you know that your phone and AirPods emit radiation? According to the CDC, your phone uses radio frequency radiation to transmit its signal. This cloud of radiation just sits outside your brain the entire time you're using your phone or on your AirPods. If you listen to podcasts, talk on your phone, do Zoom calls all day, that exposure really starts to add up. The frequencies from your phone actually pass through your brain, which is really scary and can cause negative effects like headaches, foggy brain, fatigue, and other issues. I love using my WaveBlock EMF protective stickers for my phone and AirPods to direct these harmful frequencies away from my body and my brain. WaveBlock's accredited lab-tested line of products helps significantly reduce the amount of radiation you are getting exposed to with their easy-to-apply EMF blocking stickers. They have protection for AirPods, AirPod Pros, and all of the recent iPhone models. These stickers don't interfere with anything, so you can still use your phone case or whatever it is that you like. They just offer all-day protection. Make sure you head to waveblock.com and take advantage of a 20% discount using the code HEATHER. I'll make sure to link it in the show notes for easy access. So make sure you head to waveblock.com to get your 20% off discount and use the code HEATHER. Why, why is it? I mean, I, I think you and I both know why this stuff isn't getting published. It's because lots of money. Yeah. They pay off the, the rulemakers and people write the laws. And, and unfortunately, it's a crooked system. It is. It's, it's really a shame. Um, you know, and then with, so for me personally, I am 100% convinced that I am getting sick because of 5G. I feel like I am one of those individuals whom is more sensitive than the average person. And over the last two years, I, you know, based on all of the symptoms that I can go on and find online around electromagnet, uh, electromagnet, um, gosh, I'm drawing a blank, electromagnetic sensitivity, I can check all of the boxes. And for me, one of the most alarming things is my kidney function, how my kidneys have declined significantly, as well as the strong magnetic taste I constantly have in my mouth. And so um, this is definitely alarming. You know, I've had massive hair loss over the last six months, specifically, just chronic, chronic fatigue, just don't feel like myself, depression, all of the things. All, all of that. Now, where you live, have, have you got this? That's your cells filters. These cells are devices to measure. It's a plug it in your outlet, you read, read a reading. If it's above 50, you plug in these filters that get rid of the dirty electricity in your house. Okay. Now, I've done that with houses where the kids were wild in classrooms. The kids were wild, unteachable. They became teachable. Wow. So you could, you could, some of the stuff you could do. And if you have a cell phone, you, where do you keep your cell phone? 
So it typically somewhere within a few feet of my existence, it's usually I leave it in the other room at night though. It does. I was having such bad insomnia. And so I realized that it had to be correlated with having my cell phone, you know, on the nightstand yes. near my bed. That's right. Unfortunately, if, if the way to really make it, make it safe is to take the battery out because it's receding and sudden. Okay. Uh, while you're asleep, it's still zapping you. Your, your, your micro, your, I, I heat my tea in my microwave oven. Uh -huh. I had a, what uh, a shroud to, to cover it up. And now I just run away. And I, I come over here and I, so you mean you mean to tell me standing in front of the microwave watching it spin is not a good thing? Not a good thing. No, <laughs> no I, I can measure it and let you hear it. I got a meter gives you an auditory. Uh-huh. That's frightening. So you were mentioning smart meters early earlier. And Sam, I feel very strongly that a lot of my health issues have been related to me moving into this new place that I've been living at since April of last year. There are six smart meters attached to the side of the building where I live. And then less than 20 feet away are another six. So what kind of potential dangers are these smart meters, um, you know, radiating? Well, my house, uh, I, I had I bought some, you can buy, you can buy material from a place called Less EMF. Okay. And if the meter's on the house, you can put, mount this on the inside wall and it's, and it, it's a shield. You know, okay. It's protected from whatever's coming through from the meter. Okay. Do you have, do you have any tips for the listeners if they wanted to go out and purchase some sort of device to test how dirty their home is? This, this place sells the device of few. Okay. EMF in Albany, New York. I, I bought well, a lot of my meters from them. Okay. I buy them other places too, but. Uh, okay. So I, so I guess my question is first and foremost, we have to become, we have to become aware of these dangers that have been around for so long. And the fact that this is information that is being kept very secret from us, you know, uh, the fact that we have different regulations compared to Europe, no big surprise there. It's just devastating to see the differences between what's allowed in the United States versus what's allowed in the, you know, in Europe, we've got dirty food, dirty water, dirty air, dirty, everything. Yeah. We've got Republicans too. <laughs> but that's how it goes. Tanning pads, I just, I just hit on that. Uh, I looked at a woman that, that used tanning beds and she got a melanoma. And it turns out that, that if you look at people with melanoma, not the ocular, just regular melanoma of the skin, it's from sun, it's from the tan tanning beds. And the tanning beds, it turns out, put out this dirty electricity too, because they got fans and motors and mm -hmm. stuff on that as a zappy body 
certain parts of your body. And, uh, I've measured some of the new tanning beds and they're just horrible. Wow. I think they ought to be outlawed or else to devise the somehow so they can get you luck giving you the zap. Wow, that's that's frightening information. One of my daughters is a pretty uh, frequent tanning bed user. So I will definitely be sharing that information uh, with her because I, yeah, I try to advise her all the time to stay away from those things. So in our homes, what are some things that we can do to protect us? Give us your biggest tips. What are the things that you feel are important to protect our health and reduce the exposure to these EMFs? Well, if you're going to start out with your house, if you're going to buy a house, buy one with a basement. Okay. So you want a basement? I, I don't want to live on a concrete slab with rebar in it. That's the first thing. Second thing is, I don't want any meters on my bedroom. Mm -hmm. I've had some people who can move them out of their, their bedroom to another part of the house, they could sleep better. Insomnia is one of the, the major symptoms of seeing enough stuff. This is making so much sense because I also, in my bedroom closet, there's a huge wireless panel in there that everything in the house is hooked I, to. Oh God. Yeah. Well, you know, you can, you can buy yourself a cheap meter for about a hundred bucks, less than enough, and carry that around your house and your workplace. You can identify these things. That's the, the bad part of this is that unless it's very, very strong, you don't feel it. Right. It it's sick. Wow. Okay. Do you have a particular brand? Oh, wait, wait, well, no, I, I, I've got most, most of my stuff is 25, 30 years old. Okay. New, new, new one, a, a generalized gauss meter that will measure the magnetic field and the electrical field. Okay. And uh, you want to get right, right to Stetzer Electric. I give you this phone number. It's uh, 6, 608-989-2571. That's in Wisconsin. Okay. And, and get a meter and, and, uh, and filters. Because and the filters. Back. They're expensive, but boy, how expensive is your health? Yeah, absolutely. I go on trips, I take light bulbs and filters with me. And I unscrew them, I'm gonna check them. Uh-huh. I, no, I put my own bulbs in, I put my filters in. So, so I'm happy, much happier. That's impressive. These are things the average person does not take into consideration well, and how know. all of this is impacting them. They don't know about this. Another, Heartbreaking. Another source there is, is uh, your car while you, you talk about the house. All the, all the electronic junk in your house works for direct current. Too bad we can't have direct current direct, directly coming from the utility because the computer, the printer, everything, all transmitters run on DC. So we have to change the DC to AC. I, I spent a month studying cells, big solar farms down in California. And I, I'd go to the outs where the line, the main line comes out. I parked my truck because they wouldn't let me have a property. And I put the meter on the roof of the truck and I just, Made measurements for, for days, and 
the things are just terrible. They, they put out all sorts of dirt electricity. You know, deliver that that dirt to your house. Right. Unfortunately, uh, if you have your own solar in your garage, you got to gizmo it and invert it. That's putting this stuff out. Okay. You could do some protection with, with the filters. Most of the time, I just say, you got solar in your house, shut it off when you're in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Certain diseases are, are, are almost certainly caused by EMF. I think breast cancer is a, a big one. Firefighters have cancer. Why, why do firefighters have cancer? Because they carry a little electric, electric stuff with them all the time. Mm-hmm. Firehouses just got big transmitters to send out the, the warning to them. Wow. Lugaric's disease, that's another EMF disease. Wow. Tennis, it, it reports in clusters of in athletes and tennis players in Europe. Mm-hmm. And I, when I looked in the US, I find the same thing here. Uh, another place you get exposed through the tires of your car, steel belts. You put a magnet up a, a magnetic field, gets them up against your tires, and they're hot. You spin a magnet, that's how you make electricity. Wow. <laughs> so people have sports cars, they're in this country, the left foot is about an inch from your tire. Wow. Exactly. Wow. No wonder we're so exhausted after taking Japan a run. And other places they get it, yeah, they get it in the right foot. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, I, mean, I spent a couple of days in the lighting store, and most of the new lights are really filthy. And, and uh, my neighbors just put a, built a brand new house next door. When I was done, I went in and I mentioned, oh my God, they don't use so, don't be. Oh, wow. The lights, we just, they turn the lights on, the place is filthy. They turn the lights on, it's fine. I said, walk around in the dark. Yeah. But you can't. What, so what are the, what are your favorite light bulbs to use for your home? Oh, the old Edison electric bulbs. Okay, so not these LED stuff? That one right here. Oops. It's got a switch on the ground. This yeah. yeah. That's kind of old. Interesting. This real bulb. It's so it's ones I had before they invented the new ones. Uh, yeah. Wow. It's still buy somewhere. Well, I think in the state of California, they are I think a law passed where you're only allowed to purchase LED lights. You can't purchase anything other than the new LED lights. That's terrible. Yeah. <sighs> but I've written to California people for years about this. And I can get no satisfaction whatsoever. They read the book. Read what my... about these electric cars? Oh, boy, I tell you, I'd measure one first before I buy one. Back when I bought my pickup 20 years ago, I, I went through all of the brands and I found kind of an old Toyota Tundra. 2000. And if I, if I buy a car, I'd better measure it. You get in it, put the meter, turn the meter on, turn the ignition on, see what happens. Start it, see what happens. 
drive it and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Did I feel like it's going to be dirty or not? Wow. I had a I had a guy come to my house one day, uh, and he he was young, in his forties, and he'd had a stroke. And I went out, looked at his car. In his car, he had a gizmo right over his big tall guy, right over his head, that for his his microwave for supper. I said, get rid of that thing. That's what's giving me a stroke. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. That's the other thing. That's I find frustrating. So I'll spend time to clean up, show people how to clean their place up, but they won't do it because they're too hooked to their, their devices. Such a shame. I think that if, if more of these kind of conversations could happen and this information could get out to the average consumers, they would start to understand how their choices are having a huge impact on their quality of life. You know, I see on a daily basis, I would say almost all of society is suffering from chronic fatigue syndrome, which, you know, yeah, exactly. It's, you know, and with this rollout of 5G that has been so rampant, I mean, for me, I'm frightened. I am absolutely frightened of where this is going and the consequences that are going to come from this. And that's why I'm dedicated to trying to have conversations with individuals whom have been studying this information. I'm really fearful that with your generation, this information dies with you guys, because this isn't something that's really being embraced. And in terms of, you know, science and medicine, they're just dismissing EMF as if it's nothing. Yeah, unfortunately. So how can we consumers make a change, do something different? How can we stand up and fight this? Well, it's hard. I mean, they came to my house. I was here when they came and they put a smart, they put a smart meter on my house. And I said, what if I don't want it? He said, well, then we don't get any power. Well, how am I going to live without power? You know? It's cold here in the winter. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I've got a fireplace, but uh, I got hooked on my propane fire heating system. That means electricity. A water pump needs electricity. Mm-hmm. So I had to put it on and so I shielded, shielded it and I put filters in all through the house and that helped. But um, when I get my old meter back, I'll just i call you and I'll tell you if I've noticed any difference in my sleep pattern. Because uh, I, I wake up every three hours at night. Mm-hmm. Each one but then I'm up to 90. So how many people get to be 90? Not that many. No, it's quite a feat. You are a testament to your knowledge. Marty Graham's the name of the professor at UC Berkeley. He died three or four years ago. He and Dave Stetzer put up the money and the time. Dave did the measurement work on the cows. He studied. 15 dairy farms in the Midwest. And they studied them for a long time. They showed that they showed what part of the electric, electromagnetic field is causing the problem with the cows and how to fix it. But then uh, 
unfortunately, same thing's happening with chickens. It happens with dogs. It happens with, it's happen, it happens with people. Yeah. That's, that's the bad part of it. You say it happens to dogs. That's interesting because my, my puppy, since he's not much of a puppy, he's eight now, but my dog, since moving here, um, there's been a lot more incidences of him vomiting up blood for no reason, having extreme diarrhea for no reason, lots of upset stomach and massive anxiety. And I am just convinced that it has to do with the EMFs. Probably does. He'll die and then you can get another one and go through the same thing again. Yeah, that's a shame. I, I tell people the ultimate thing you can do is move. Right. And uh, I've had, had people with, who had means who moved to a safe place where they went off grid. But like I say, in this, this country, off grid isn't, isn't good enough. You got to be off the ground. Right. And, uh, now, another thing I've noticed is. Uh, as the ground current in this country is causing the current flows in water too. Measure mm -hmm. water and, and, and freshwater lakes are drowning as a from all EMF is a it's a it's a function. It happened in a creek here a couple of years ago with the newspaper, this couple was floating down the river in their inner tubes, and the teenage girls their heart stopped. And that, that that's another one of these. There's a couple down in, in Auburn, Alabama, in one of these man-made lakes that the power, power plant, there's a power plant on it. And they went swimming one day and that was it. And, and you can measure the current there. And uh, it's wow. the right stops your head. Wow. And our heart, our heart is the largest electromagnetic field that we have on our humans, human bodies, correct? The brain's pretty big too. The, what was that? The brain. Yeah, the brain and the heart. That's it. Your nervous system. Mm -hmm. All tied together. So, you know. Wow. And unfortunately, most of all of these symptoms that are associated with potential EMF toxicity are just, um, our, our, our Western medicine is not embracing these as real symptoms and they consider it, you know, psychosomatic, psychosomatic. It's, it's, it's in I, your head. I, 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 I copy some of my book and I hand them out like mad and I handed one out to a pulmonologist. I, I saw for, 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 for I, said, I had an respiratory thing. And, uh, <laughs> I, I gave him a book about a month ago. And I stopped and said, how's the book? He said, oh, I just started. I'm really busy. I didn't get a chance to read it. <laughs> Look at what? This stuff isn't taught in medical school. No, no. It should be. Yeah. But it's too profitable to not talk about it. <laughs> it's just too profitable. Well, I think I'm going to start a reading book club and Dirty Electricity is going to be my first recommendation for individuals. You know, I, I myself, like I said, I've been on a mission to really understand and learn more about these EMFs and potential dangers. 
And with doing so, anytime I try to release this information on YouTube or any of the social media outlets, I'm completely shut down. They silence me. You know, somebody else you want to look up is Arthur Schlustenberg. I will be interviewing him next Friday, actually. He's, oh, um, yeah. yeah. Ask him about dirty electricity because he, he talks about all the, the RF generating equipment. But the major, like, even if you didn't have any of that, the dirty electricity can make you sick. Uh -huh. I've cleaned up houses. And you don't clean up the dirty electricity, they stay sick. Yeah. That's how it goes. So ultimately, that's one place of responsibility the consumer can take into their own hands. They can start testing their house, finding out exactly how dirty they are, and then start taking proactive measures to buy the outlets. But, but well, like here, I, I know, know as much about this as anybody. Uh -huh. I had to live with a, a damn smart meter on my house for five years. I mean, I, I shielded it as best I could, but I still get stuff in the house. And uh, unfortunately, uh, if you have to go to the city, the stores, you know, you can't control everybody's EMF. Right. Some of them are good, some are bad. <clears throat> and when I find bad ones, I try to tell people, hey, you can just change your bulbs and fix, fix your price. But anyway, that's how it goes. Mm -hmm. So we can write our legislators, right? We can take action by... <laughs> Hopefully. Good luck. <laughs> I just wanted to make you laugh. <laughs> That's not funny. No, I no, you're right. It is. It's absolutely devastating. Um, the the naive fault, the false trust that we have in our, you know, administration and protective measures. They're non-existent, in my opinion. It's all about you know, lobbying and corporate funds that hey, make law. Hey. Yeah. Crooked, uh -huh. crooked bunch of lawyers at the top of the heap there. Yes. Let me tell you before, before we quit, let's, uh -huh. I, I, a, few, a few years ago when I was doing this, uh, one of my favorite places is the farmer's market, downtown Olympia. It's good food, good entertainment. And then one day I went to hell uh, here. Yeah. It, it had solar. It also had uh, some individual solar, and some of the, the some of the farmers had their own place, like the seafood shack. And uh, so I, I measured the place. My, my God, there were some places I wouldn't wouldn't stand in for ten seconds. It, really, it, like it had a it had a room that had the inverters, and right outside of this room, they had this bakery deal. So the guys were standing in what I call lethal fields. Well, luckily only three days a week. Yeah. How often it was open. But the, the whole place was hot. I mean, it was the stage where the, the entertainers entertained was hot. And it was because of the the whole south end of the town is, is built on landfill and uh, they, the main electricity was the underground cables and they were leaking. But anyway, wow. so I, I tried to 
get it changed, forget it. No way. No way. No way. Wow. So are you saying that areas that were once a landfill tend to be more toxic than other places? Well, no, this, this, this place had its toxicity because it was built on the landfill and they had the, the, the main power lines were, were put there by men. If they built that out in the countryside without the wires, they wouldn't have had the problem. Ah, okay. Wow. There was quite a problem someplace. So did you sense that this was a dirty place when you went to the farmer's market and that's yeah, what yeah, spiked your- They had solar there. Okay. So that was, that was what got me in the door. But then I started measuring and oh my God, I, every place I measured was, was terribly hot. And I tried to help the people clean it up, but then they changed different, over 30 years, different farmers come in. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to solar and wind power, are these less dirty or more dirty? Well, the way in this country, they're more dirty because, because they, uh, I studied the Indian tribe down in California that, that, that they were all sick. Yeah, they're some of the sickest population, the, the natives. Inverters, they had inverters uh, that were, were crapping up the, and anybody that's got in-house solar is worse than getting it from a, a big one. Okay. That'd be the way to go. Ultimately, just generate it DC, deliver it DC, use it DC. That mm -hmm. is the, use the right kind of light bulbs that, that run on DC and, and the right kind of, right kind of appliances. But nobody wants to do what's right or what's easy. Well, I think that's a shame because at our current state, with everyone choosing to not do what's right, there's not going to be a longevity of civil, you know, civilization left ahead of us if we don't start taking these things seriously and creating some sort of massive, massive change. I, I guess you're right, but uh, I, mean, I mean, I don't know. I think about airplanes and. Uh, You get the risk of gravity getting you, but, but I, as a, I haven't felt good on some airplanes and I've made measure with my seat. Mm -hmm. I where you sit in a plane, you can get high exposures to, to, the, to the wires in the, in the fields. I noticed wow. that uh, when, when you're wet, like in the shower, I've had a, a, a gal who had two houses one of these California people I met, and her, she lived up north. Mm -hmm. She was fine down in California. She got sick. Well, I measured her house, and what it was is she had a bed. She when she took a shower, she got wet, and the, the, she was on a slab. The house was built on a slab, and she was she was getting high high fields every time she took a shower. So I told her, "Don't stop taking your showers." <laughs> I take a tub bath. Yeah. She had she had another tub and then it made her feel better. Wow. But then other people won't, won't do what you tell them to do. Huntersville is a sad case. Tanning beds, I can't get anybody to do anything about them. Mm -hmm. Wow.
Well, this has been some very enlightening information and you've definitely piqued my curiosity into wanting to know more and have a better understanding. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to carrying on an additional conversation with you in the near future. Mm -hmm. I, I think that I am going to um, invite the listeners to do a book club with me and we will read Dirty Electricity and then I will be able to come back and have some more point point questions to talk directly with you about based on the research that you have I done. I haven't read the, read the papers I've written. The book is 10 years old. Jeez, I think it was published in, I think 10, over 10 years ago. Okay. Interesting. 2012, yeah, 10 years, 10 years on the button. So, so have read read my my website papers. Okay. These papers and the book. Okay. I'll bring them up to date. I have a couple more papers coming out. Oh, fabulous. We'll fabulous. Well, I will definitely be checking those out. And if it's okay with you, I would love to follow up and have an additional conversation. I myself am going to get one of those meters and I'm going to test every single room in this home. I tell you what. Get get Stetzer's meter. Okay. At the phone number. Call his secretary's office. He he'd probably get it for you. Okay. Mail to you. And, and, and so twenty filters. Clean up most places. Okay. Okay. Take well, care. I, thank you so much, Sam. It has been such a pleasure, and I truly respect and honor the work that you have been committed to for so long, especially with the immense amount of resistance to receiving and accepting this information as truth. I, I really hold a lot of respect for you to stay strong and true to yourself and continuing to do the research and trying to get the word out there. Yeah, well, I haven't gotten it out. Maybe the next generation would be better. Well, I will, I'll help stand alongside you and fight with you to get this information out. And hopefully there's people, you know, today that are listening who have never thought a second about this dirty electricity and, and how toxic our ground actually is. Um, we did this study of teachers in Southern California school. I looked up the, the, all the teachers have a mortality study. They got the same cancers. So it's, this one school is many schools. Right. And that, unfortunately, that's our goals. Yeah. And unfortunately, this is where they're putting all these 5G towers on top of our hospitals, at the schools. They're, you know, every, they're everywhere. It's frightening. That's how it goes. Hmm. We all should. I, I, I thought about talking to developers, build us clean electrical place someplace. So, but man, they think you're nuts. Right. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Have a good, have a good day. All right. Thank you so much, Sam. I'll be in touch soon. Okay. Okay, great. All right. Thank you. Right. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on the Think Yourself Healthy podcast. Make sure you leave a review and let me know what you think. I love reading your feedback. Come hang out with me on Instagram at Heather Duranja. And don't forget to take a screenshot that you're listening to the podcast and tag me. I love to share it. See you on the next episode.